Hey everybody, mark November 19th on your calendar for the return of Record Sundays. Essentially this is a once a month affair where four local distros and labels set up with a batch of crazy records, tapes, and CDs for you to take home. Dubdidge Records, Eat'em Up Records, Electric Heat Records, and Eye and Ear Control are partnering with Peg Beer Co. for another round of Record Sundays. Again, that's November 19th from 12 noon to 3 p.m. at Peg Beer Co. 125 Pacific Avenue. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am in a Robin's Donuts um, with Twitchit, so thanks for meeting me here and coming on the show. Thanks for interviewing me. Cool. Um, I think that maybe a good starting point, because I've never met you before, uh, I've heard your stuff, uh, what I've been able to find online, um, but I think that, from what I've heard anyway, you are a little harder to define musically than some of the people I've had on the show. I mean, if it's a punk band, it's very obviously this is a punk band, or if it's a country singer, this is a country singer, but you seem to incorporate a lot of different sounds, so maybe the best way to get things started is how do you define what you do? Um, what have you listened to, first of all? Uh, some stuff I found on YouTube, and okay. some of it looks pretty old. Okay. But I also, uh, you have a new video, which I, I saw that. Do you? And yeah. uh, I listened to some clips of some of the other songs off the new album. So I think I have a general idea of what your sound is, but I'm awesome. hoping you can... Yeah, of course. Um, so it's uh, kind of along the lines of like dark synth pop, okay. is kind of what I call it. Um, it's, um, you know, inspired... I've kind of been inspired a lot by... Um, pop music in general growing okay. up um, and kind of darker pop like um, Lord and Banks and okay. um, artists like that and as well as um, electronic pop artists like Grimes and then some of like your more like classic like fe- strong female performers right. like Stevie Nicks and Kate Bush, Pat Benatar. Right. I saw Kate Bush come up a few times on some bios and things, so that's yeah, I, that's cool. I can I can kind of see that from what I've heard that the, yeah. that the influence is being in for sure. So I guess um, and I mean all all the backing, all the all the production, you do it yourself as well. Are you I do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm self-taught, self-produced. Um. There's one song on my new record. Um. That was a collaboration um, in terms of production um, with my friend Mike but then other than that yeah I, I produce and record and write everything cool. did you start off playing in bands before this or has this always been a solo project um, I've always been a solo artist I did um, front um, Nocturnal Divinity for right. two years which is a melodic metal band um, they've been around for a long time they had a singer prior to me um, so I was with them for a little while um, and now I'm just doing solo stuff again Okay. how, how did you how did you self-teach? How did you teach yourself the, the production stuff? I mean, um, I know there's a lot of ways to do it now that maybe wouldn't have been possible even 10 years ago, right? Where people can just for sure. do it in the comfort of their home. But how did you learn all that? I mean, so I've always been like a songwriter. I wrote my first songs when I was like five. Oh, wow. um, and I've always had a piano around. I was in piano lessons when I was a kid. Um, so I've always been like musically inclined. Um, I started producing music, I guess, about four years ago now. Um, and I just kind of started off with like some super easy apps, like um, 
like I honestly can't even remember what the app was called that I started producing on but it was just kind of like experimental and then I started using um, I started experimenting with different programs and I found the one that works for me okay. and I just I kind of just went from there I mean I know um, enough about like chord progression and music theory just to from kind the piano of stuff? Yeah, yeah just to kind of you know so everything else I've always also been kind of like you know, fairly computer literate, okay. so kind of put those two things together, yeah, and I yeah, kind of figured sure. things out. So, so do you write on piano, or when you're coming up with the song? It's ideas? a keyboard, yeah. It's an 88 key keyboard, um, and I, it's just you know plugged into my computer, yeah. and I record in my bedroom with cool. like a pile of laundry soundproofing, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. it. Cool. Is that how you did the album too, or did yeah. you? Actually, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had it mastered professionally, okay, but okay. I recorded everything myself. Cool. And is yeah. that how you did your other album as well? You have your two, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you, um, where do you think you, is there a spot that you fit in kind of in the local music scene? I mean, I know there's people that are doing, people doing obviously pop and synth pop, but, and heavier stuff, darker stuff, but is there a scene for you? Like, do you feel like you fit into something? You know what? I don't really, because um, I've kind of done, um, with my last record, like I, I did some shows that were kind of just like, you know, bar gigs yeah. or whatever. Um, I've been doing, um, I've been singing in uh, burlesque shows for the last okay. three years. Um, and just recently, like in the last year or so, I've been incorporating, starting to incorporate dance into my performances. Okay. Um, so, like beyond just dancing while you're singing, right? Like actually having dancers, elements. not me. I'm oh, not okay. really okay. a dancer, okay. um, but you know, just incorporating some kind of like performance art into it. Yeah, cool. Um, because I've, I've. Um, just been inspired by them and it's kind of just more of like an exciting uh, way to perform rather than yeah. in a in a bar. Well know, especially if you're one person are, too right there's one one focal point at least you can kind of spread exactly, that out. Exactly yeah. and it's you know it um, there's a more opportunity for creativity and stuff so sure. I'm kind of that's kind of the direction that I'm taking it right cool. now is performance with um, with dance and like shows rather than just gigs. Right, if that right. makes sense. It definitely does, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you, so are you, um, with the dancers, are they involved in the kind of the planning process for the show with you? Um, the, yeah. Do you give them direction so as to what will fit with what song? And what's, what we've done thus far is kind of just like sat down um, and, you know, talked about like the vision. Right. Um, and then they kind of just choreograph based on you know how the music inspires them okay and then we come together and cool perform have you done that uh, more than a few times already or is I that just, just new? yeah I just actually um, did a show on Friday Friday the 13th it's a good, good yeah, day to do, yeah my lucky day um, so yeah and I did so I performed two songs from my new album with um, uh, four different dancers okay and yeah it was a lot of fun um, and then so I'm kind of in the planning stages for performing like full shows this the, uh, the performance I did on Friday sorry was for a burlesque show for okay. Prairie Diva um, so yeah so going forward I'm 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 doing more more dancers more songs and my own shows kind of Right. Thing, so. How did you do it? I mean, before adding the dancers and stuff, what were your shows like? Are you just performing to the track or are you playing? Yeah, a backing track. Um, so, yeah, before, like I said, like I was just doing kind of like bar gigs, which right. is kind of like, you know, um, is what it is, but. What's a thing, right? It's <laughs> the thing yeah, that people have to do yeah, almost, yeah. 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 
So. Okay. And uh, the new album, it just came out a week or so ago, right? It's fairly new? Or? It did, yes. And yes. What, what, I guess what can you tell me about the new record? So the new record is called Alchemical Warfare. Um, it's I've been working on it for the last two years, basically, since I released my last album. Right. And um, it's kind of um, incorporates all of, I guess, my my you know influences that I mentioned yeah. to you, but also um, writing more about. Um, I, I think that I've grown as a writer since then, and so I've kind of started to write about um, you know bigger concepts okay. like. Um, Manifestation and social constructs, personal transformation, right. power, choice. And how does that compare to what you were writing um, before? Like, what, what kind of? I mean, I was kind of. I've kind of always been on that path. Um, I just think that it's a little bit more um, dynamic this time okay. around. Maybe a little more poetic. I okay. don't know. Maybe maybe a little more um, kind of. I write with I write using a lot of kind of um, innuendos and like multi-dimensional, multi-parallel right. lyrics. Um, well, I guess the name of the album too could have multiple meanings depending on how you read it. Right? Exactly, so, yeah. and that's I write like that intentionally okay. because I want to, you know, inspire everyone that I can positively through my music. Okay. So are the. Um are the lyrics inspired by some of the same artists that you mentioned as far as the music, or are you pulling from different um, Not, I wouldn't say, probably not. Like, I've kind of always been a writer and always had kind of my own ideas, so the lyrics pretty much just come from my head, okay. for the most part. Okay, well, fair enough. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so... Uh, has the album, I mean, have you done a CD release or anything like that, or is it just digital now, or what's the... Uh... So, it's been released digitally. I'm, like, waiting for my CDs to come okay. in the mail. Okay. Um, the CDs are going to be, like, um, at shows only kind of thing. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, I'm in the planning process for um, having, you know, like, full production shows and um, doing... Uh, Wanting to tour in the okay. spring and summer. Have you done that yet? Is, or is this the first one? I have not toured yet, so okay. I'm super excited. Would you bring the dancers on tour with you, or is it just going to be a solo thing? Um, I, my intention is to uh, kind of like is to open the opportunity to if anybody is available and right. wants to come on tour. Um, other than that, it will be. Um, like sourcing the dancers locally in different cities. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, so that'd be neat, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, where Where are you planning on going? Like, do you know which direction you're going in, or is that still up in the air? It's It's still in the planning stages. Um, I'm start, I'm planning to kick it off with a West Coast tour. Okay. Um, take a little break and then come back and do um, like some of the eastern states and southern states. And oh, cool. Then, uh, in 2019, a year. Into so you're quite a ways ahead with the planning. Eh? Like yeah. That's pretty good, yeah.
do you uh, do you think there's a big audience in the states, particularly? I mean, for 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 what you do. You I mean, know, I guess what is the who is the audience for what you do specifically? Because I mean, like again, there's all those different influences and things, and pop means something different to one person, and then synth pop, and then dark pop, right? So yeah, it's that's a tough question. Um, you know, I kind of have like a an intuitive idea of who my target audience right. is, um, but also like the concepts that I write about and just kind of like, you know, magic in general is mm -hmm. becoming more of um, a, a popular culture phenomenon right now. Right. Um, so I feel like there are people who are kind of already familiar with those kinds of things and then there are, it's kind of becoming more mainstream as okay. well. So I mean, I feel like um, and I mean, my music isn't super obscure. Like it's very like pop oriented right. as well. So people you who know? maybe are into the themes, but not necessarily heard your music, they can get, they can. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So can you elaborate on the magic thing a little bit? Just um, because I mean, I, I think I know what you're saying about it being more mainstream, but I'd like to kind of. When I say magic, I mean, um, you know. For starters, um, manifestation and just the power to to um, create our own reality. Okay. And um, I feel like it's something that people see kind of on TV, and they assume that it's you know it's like you know hocus pocus, right. sparkles, and <laughs> like you know, bibbity bobbity boo Right, strictly relegated to the fantasy realm, sort of. Yeah, um, and I'm not, I don't identify with any religion or, um, you know, following. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I enjoy sort of the concept of magic okay. simply as a concept. Okay. Um, and yeah, um, like I said, the power to manifest, the power to you know, choose and not to be victims of our fate, but to okay. kind of recognize what we've created um, as, you know, a species. Okay. And is that, I'm assuming that's a heavy theme on, on the album, I mean, just again with the title, yeah. is that how the alchemy thing fits into what you're talking about? Yeah, um, because it's, it's about, I mean, alchemy is about was about trying to turn switch one thing into the next thing, right? Exactly. So it's about transformation okay. and it's about, you know, um, creating. Okay. It's a good, it's a good, good team. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to it, whether they call it magic or they call it something else, exactly. right? Exactly. The yeah. connection to that. You mentioned earlier that you had the uh, piano training when you started off as a kid. Mm -hmm. Did you have vocal training as well, or is that something you? Self I did. I dabbled a little okay. bit. Um, I'm mostly self-taught okay. vocally, um, but I did in high school a little bit um, have some vocal coaching, and I was in choir for a little okay. bit. Okay. But other than that, I was mostly, you know, a car and showers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you know, um, a good part of my. Um, early years, okay. so, yeah. Just because listening to, I mean, I guess the new, the new single would be an example of the video, um, I feel like your vocals sound maybe more, not, not, not like classical music, but more almost classical than I would expect from pop music. If that make, does that make sense? Okay, There's yeah. It kind of, um, 
feel like however I describe this is going to be somehow insulting. <laughs> but I mean, no, it's, it's, no, it sounds no. it says older in a way, like an older style of singing over top of a more modern style of music. Is that? Yeah. I don't know if that's something that's intentional, but that's kind of the impression that I got. Okay. From this so is that? I. You know what? I don't know. I mean, I just <laughs> I sing in the way that I that inspires me, and right. I I don't try to sound like anybody else, and I don't. Um, you know, I just do what comes naturally. Okay. Really. I think that maybe uh, this might be a better way of explaining it or a worse way of explaining it, but it sounds very clean, if that is a thing. I mean, yeah. like, uh, no, obviously you're not going to be doing Cookie Monster death metal screams over top Probably of the music not. you're doing. But yeah, it just sounds very, um, I, I don't know, clean is the best word I can think of to, to describe it. Like, everything is hitting the notes where they're supposed to be uh, uh, very smoothly almost, if that is a thing. So I don't know. That's, that's good to hear. I mean, yeah, that's also equipment and. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. You know, yeah. my. My my dear engineer. Right. right. <laughs> well, you, you should take some credit for it, right? Yes. I mean, obviously, yeah.
a lot of the imagery is not not, not dark dark, but it's darker. I mean. They, the colors and things. I mean, like mm -hmm. you know, some of the stuff, the costumes, things like that in the video. Yeah. It, it seems, but then there's this kind of pure voice over top of it, which was I thought was cool. It was interesting. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I don't know why there's no question with that. It's just, <laughs> just my impression of, of what I what I heard. I but, like to. I always like to hear what other people think because, sort of, as a creator, like you're there's so many different ways that your um, art can be perceived. For sure. And so I always love to hear other people's perceptions. Well, once it's out there, once it's out there too, it's not yours anymore. It's up to people. Exactly. To, yeah. So, w what kind of response have you got from from I guess maybe starting with the new stuff? Like, have you had a pretty decent response from people who've heard it? Um, you know, I've I've kind of been like, I feel like I haven't really had the opportunity to t really talk to people about okay. it What's yet so new, because right? yeah. uh, well, and also I mean I'm kind of holed up in like my creative space as well. Right. I mean I'm also like. I also have like a full-time job and a kid, so yep. there's that too. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, can, uh, I definitely know that feeling. I got yeah, two kids, so I have a full-time job. So you, yeah. so you understand. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I and I mean, I've just been you know kind of working on like a, the the planning and the you know designing a new website and I yeah. do everything myself. So kind of obtaining feedback at this point is something I haven't really right, had right. a much of an opportunity to do. How do you find the time to do this then, I guess, is maybe a good question because, you know, I mean, a, a lot of people I have on the show, they, they do have, you know, families, jobs, whatever going on, and they have to sort of fit the, the music thing in. Yeah. Other people have basically dropped everything and are d doing it like full on, you know, going, going for broke with it, but how do you fit... I mean, recording an album, playing shows, how do you fit all that into your schedule? Um, that, yeah, it's an interesting lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> My kid goes to bed at 8 o'clock, yes, and that's when, that's when it's business time. Right, yeah. That, yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty much all I can say about nope, that. Fair enough, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So, um, is there a big... Uh, whether it's in terms of content or in terms of sound, is there a big difference between the first first album and the second one? Like, do you, you feel like you've made a significant jump into um, the, the new album? I have. I, I mean, I've definitely um, grown as a writer as well as a producer and singer too, probably. I don't right. know. Um, but um, yeah, I've just. I also um, like I, I had more um, like sound packs right. that I have on my program, so. Is that just a, a because technology more. has improved, or no? I just got bored of the old sound, <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah. I got one and got a bunch more. Um, so yeah, there's just I, I don't know, maybe like a little bit more variety, and I've just kind of I, yeah, I've I've grown in terms of like composing and arranging and stuff too, and and I learned a lot. I'm in the studio having my last album mastered, like kind of what works and what doesn't, okay. and kind of like frequencies, which is like a whole like science that yeah, I don't. Totally. Claim yeah. to know anything about, yeah. but I've learned a little bit, you know. Okay. So, so were you were you involved in the mastering process? Like, yes. Because I know a lot of people will just send it off and get it done, but. Yes, um, yes. Uh, where I go, I go to um, Precursor Productions, and, okay. and he likes to have the artist there so that you know um, we can be involved in the whole process and make sure that it sounds like exactly what we're right. yeah. going for, kind of thing. Well, that so, would be nice. To and, I, and I do, yeah. And I mean, you know, it's a lot. It's a long hours and um, kind of sitting there, like. But it, 
ultimately it's for the best and makes the record sound as, as good as it can sound and kind of like from my creative angle and yeah. what I'm hoping to achieve. So. Okay. Can you get most of what you hope to achieve just by yourself when you're recording or is there a lot that's kind of comes to light, I guess, when it's mastered, that it kind of comes out the way you want it. I guess how much difference is there between the, what, you, what you come up with and then the finished product after mastering? The, the, the best way to describe master, I don't know if you know anything about like audio production, but I mean, the best way to describe mastering is like, it doesn't, it, it's just making it sound better. Right, okay. Like, every, like all the instrumentation is already yeah, there. It's there yeah, like, yeah. it's just, you know, putting filters on it and like altering like frequencies and stuff. Right. I, yeah. Uh, just like touching up the last little bit before it turns yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, have you. Uh, is your album, like you said, it's gonna be, you're going to have CDs of the shows and stuff? Mm -hmm. um, do you. Are you planning on doing anything else with it? Like, is it going to be sold in stores or anything like that? Or are you just strictly kind of come to a show, see the show, pick up a CD, or is that even not on? I, I intend to um, sell some at stores. I know that there's a couple of local um, places that sell, um, like, local yeah, they, for sure. music. Um, so. Once those come in, I'm going to be, you know, um, pursuing that. Um, yeah, other than that, it's available digitally. Yeah. And, um, you know. Well, one of the questions that always, not always comes up, but often comes up when we're talking about how people are releasing albums is uh, kind of the reasons why, you know, whether it's a CD, whether it's digital only, whether it's digital CD, tape, vinyl, whatever people are doing now, like, how do you listen to music as a, as a music consumer? What is the way, do you, do you listen to physical records and albums at all? Or no. All digital? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I listen to music on YouTube a lot. Okay, yeah. um, if it's like, you know, a local or like independent band or artist that I like, I'll usually like buy the album. On Just like at a show or something? On, or? on well, no. On, oh, digital um, again, yeah, on, yeah. Yeah, like on Google Play Store or whatever. Okay, okay. But, yeah, all digital for me. But okay. I, I know, like, um, the last record that I released, people were asking me for CDs, and I was like, okay, well, I better have them this time yeah. around. For, did you not have them at all last I time? I didn't okay. have them last okay. time, no, because, I mean, I didn't think they were necessary either, but, right. you know, I had a lot of requests for them, so, you know. Cool. Uh, that actually comes up a lot, too, is a lot of people who don't, have any interest in CDs themselves? We'll do it just for shows because people want to take something home. Exactly. I guess from the show because of yes. that. So. But yeah, no, I, 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 I'm always interested in what people, how people listen because I'm like totally a luddite and I, I don't have any digital music collection. It's all tape, CDs, records. Oh wow. Just okay. because I, I do most of my listening at home. Yeah. I already have this big pile of stuff at home, so it's And you have like a sweet system that you can like listen to. I have an old one I've had for a long time that still works. Okay. And I, you well, know, there you but go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's but I mean the way you do it is very much kind of the norm now. I mean. Yeah. So hopefully you can. People want your CDs because if you're not going to listen to them, right? Not yeah, that far about. they're pretty. People will want them. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a souvenir, right? <laughs> I think a lot of people will just buy them too, just to take with them. So like, hey, yeah. I was at the show. Even if they don't listen to it, rip it and then keep the files on their computer or phone. Yeah, or whatever totally. else. So, yeah. yeah. So um, how many songs are on the CD? Wow. Well. Twelve. And is that like? Did you have a bunch of other ones that you had to cut, or was that sort of the? the finish? Um, it kind of. Yeah, like kind of like I would cut songs and then make new ones and okay. then, um, yeah, it was kind of just like, uh, it's like a process, um, you know, it's like I, I 
I would make a new song and be like, oh, this should be on the next album kind of thing before the I had even come up with like the theme for okay. the album or okay. anything. And then kind of as the album started developing, then I would have a better idea of sure. what direction I want to take it in.
I think maybe a better question than the one I just asked, which is sort of what I was getting at, is that was there any, um, is it sequenced in a particular way? Uh, kind of going back to the whole digital thing, people listen to digital music pretty much just whatever track they want, That's in whatever true. order they want. Yes. Like, because um, you, you have kind of thematic things with your record, right? Was That's it? right. It absolutely is. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's not one story, it's a collection of stories, but they are strategically um, okay. uh, numbered. Um, in terms of sound, as well as in terms of you know the story okay. that I'm trying to tell, kind of. So, is um, was that kind of a something you had in mind when you were writing too, or when you were deciding which songs made the cut? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I mean, and sometimes there were songs that kind of like would sound similar to each other, and then I would like cut them or. Right whatever, you know, so, okay. yeah. That's, I think it's like a lost art is the sequencing albums because people now, you can just throw whatever order you want because no one's going to... You, you can. You can, you shouldn't, but... <laughs> but some of my friends will, like, have told me that they listened to it in order, and yeah. I'm like, thank you for doing that yeah, because sure. I actually did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you have people who want the CDs and they are going to listen yeah. to it in order, too, yeah, right? So yeah, All the old people in your audience are going to have it, for sure. Um... <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Um, I had a question in my head, but it's just gone now. No. Because I was laughing with old people. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of old people, yeah. <laughs> I was at my dad's t house today, and I was, um, and he was outside in the yard doing yard work, and I like walked into the yard, and he's like, he was um, listening to my record and okay. like whistling all awkwardly. Like on headphones, or no, like okay. just out loud and like whistling awkwardly as he <laughs> likes to do. And I was like, oh my god, does this like make does this make me less cool? And my dad's like whistling my music. <laughs> Either makes you less cool or more cool, depending, on, depending yeah. how cool your dad is, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. But I guess that's kind of, I mean, I know that it's just a funny story, but it kind of goes back to the who is your audience thing, right? Yeah. I mean, if you, your dad's whistling along to it, I mean, maybe that is part of Let, your second. Let's cut that from the interview. Just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so do you have any uh, any shows coming up in the near future or anything that you've got planned um, um, related I, to the CD or not? Yeah, I do not have, uh, well, the only, I do have two dates booked, actually, for um, burlesque shows, hmm. um, but nothing insofar as my um, own material yet because it's still in the planning stages of right. the production so um, but soon I expect to, to have um, I'm gonna start booking soon and I expect to have the um, shows starting um, like early in the new year okay January okay. kind of thing so. so at that point the album's been out for a few months too right so people have hopefully exactly. uh, I know absorbed it exactly I know lots of people like to have this, um, a CD release party kind of like when the CD when the record releases yeah. um, but I kind of like the idea like you said of have you know letting people get to know the music a little bit right. and then it's kind of more exciting it's like you know well, they can sing Right. <laughs> it, well, yeah, exactly. It's kind of more exciting to see like what you what an artist does with the music live, sure, yeah. um, and kind of how it differs from the record. Is that something you try to do to make it differ from how it is in the record? Yeah, um, you know, with with dance and with oh yeah, with yeah. fashion um, and even just like vocal style and stuff like that. You know, just to make it a more dynamic show for the audience. Okay. In terms of the actual um, the production, though, is that that all stays the same from, uh, for the shows? The as instrumental in the tracks yeah. are what they are. I think okay. there's like one song that's a little bit different, but it's like nothing really that anyone would notice. So, right. Yeah. Have you have you considered doing any of this with live instruments, or is this 
I have, I have, I have. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of attached to my own work right. a little bit. You want the control over it? I I'm guess. a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> Um, and, you know, it's electronic pop. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, I mean, you'd have to totally change probably the whole setup of what you're doing. Yeah, and I mean, you know, maybe someday if I'm playing on, like, bigger stages, right. you know, then that's something that I would consider. But kind of right now, playing in smaller venues, I don't think that I really have even room yeah. for like, you know, dancers and like drum kits right. and stuff. You yeah, know, you'd need a lot too, I guess. So yeah. You need to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. No, I, 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 I used to be in a band that had like dancing robots and crazy oh, wow. effects and spaceships and stuff. I, that's stuff. what I should do. I, I should can, get you, some spaceships. Should, and spaceships robots. are great, yeah. <laughs> and weird projections and stuff. It does make the stage very small though, because there's no room to move around. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, what is, uh, what kind of venues are you playing now? Like, where are you usually. Uh, is it just wherever you can get, or is there sort of certain venues that you've sort of become uh, regular? Um, well, I mean, with the burlesque shows, like, they're... That's going to be bigger, right? They're usually... The, yeah, they've been mostly at the Park Theatre. Okay. Um, which is a great venue. Yeah, it's like, a great venue. I really like um, performing there. The stage is kind of nice and big, um, and they've got kind of cool lighting and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, like, you know, when I was with playing with my band, I was playing in kind of like the cool dive bars that yeah, like metal sure. bands like to play in. Yeah. Um, and just with my solo stuff, like smaller venues, like okay. Sam's Place and Jekyll and Heights and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Oh, so yeah. So it's still big enough, yeah. but not, not, yeah. Yeah, not part theater size, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you, were you are, are you into metal? Is that how you got into that band? Or No. Well, I mean, I didn't really, I wasn't really into it before I, I, um, started playing for them and I um, I kind of I was kind of like just inspired by the um, I don't know the, the writing and the kind of like their um, style and so I contacted them and you know kind of the rest was history but um, yeah I got to know you know, some other metal band stuff that I never would have listened to before, right. um, and kind of, and I and I enjoyed myself with the shows, and I enjoyed the music, and I kind of got to expand my musical horizons cool. a little bit, so, yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, not, obviously not every metal band, but there, there are a lot of metal bands that maybe touch on some of the same kind of topics, too, thematically, I mean, Magic especially, right? Like, that's, yeah. there's a lot of, maybe metal bands that go too far <laughs> with the fantasy stuff, but a lot of them will definitely... Nothing is too far in art. That's, that's true, I guess, that's, yeah, it's a good Point, yeah, yeah. And actually, I like some of the ones that I feel like have gone too far. So exactly, so, yeah, yeah, controversy is good. It, it yeah. pushes the envelope. It For sure. allows us to grow. It's a good thing. <laughs> Maybe next time I should apologize to the band if they went too far. <laughs> but, so that's good. Um, so if people are hearing you for the first time on this show, what's the best thing for them to do if they want to find out more information or hear your songs or? Um, follow me on social media. Okay. Just. Um, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Um, I'm currently revamping my website right now, okay. so it's got old stuff on it, but um, in the future, like, 
I'm I like was literally working on it today. So yeah. like within the the week, like I'm gonna have all of my new stuff on there, and then oh, cool. I'll, I'll post um, all of my you know show dates as they come up on my website. Okay. Um, and my music and like the links to um, get the album and everything will be on there as well. So go to www.twitchit.com. Okay. T w i t c h i t t. Is there a story behind the name? Um, it's a name that I gave myself when I was 18. Okay. Um, I don't know, like, if you noticed from sitting across the table from me, but I have, like, a nose twitching problem. Okay, okay, so that's, <laughs> that's where it comes from? So that's where it comes from. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good reason, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. It gives any for, yeah. Okay, and, um... And then people can get the album right now. They can get it on all the usual any, services. Yeah, like, any of the popular music distribution places: iTunes, Google Play, cool. um, CD Baby, um, and yeah. Okay. And is your first album still available as well on those it is, services? It is. Yes, my first album was As Above So Below. You can find it on any any of those as well. Cool. Okay, well, great. Uh, thanks again for meeting me at this donut shop so we can uh, yes. talk about music. Um, it's been a slice. Yeah, it's been fun. If people want to hear more episodes of this show, they can go to wishpolice.com, uh, click on podcasts. By the time you hear this, there'll be 260 some episodes. They're all there for free download and streaming. Uh, you can also tune in on uh, Sunday nights at midnight on UMFM because it's the best possible time to listen to radio on Sundays at midnight. And uh, yeah, you can find us on all the social media and everything. And yeah, awesome. Thanks again. Thank you. Yeah.